30. 30. 30. 30. We're getting dirty with this one, actually. <laughs> getting kind of personal. <laughs> a little bit. It's the Dirty 30 episode and edition of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. So how about a round of applause first for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 30. We've reached 30. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And um, this podcast, and I think uh, we're probably going to do a couple uh, that will help out new mamas. Yes. Like yourself. Yes. Thank Another you. round of applause. Thank uh, you. So new mamas, congrats to you, by Thank the way. Thank you very much. And uh, soon to be mamas. So this is info yes, that- Yes, absolutely. You know, or anyone who's even thinking about becoming a mama. Yeah, And absolutely. papas, you can listen to because you can support your mamas. Well, and also because when you're gearing up to be a new mom or you just have become a new mom or you're starting to feed your child and everyone is telling you what to do, what not to do, it can get a little overwhelming. So <laughs> Yes, and, and that is, so this topic uh, for this specific Dirty 30 podcast, yeah. breastfeeding versus formula feeding. Yeah. And and it is, you, you mentioned everyone kind of telling you what to do. And, you know, I have a toddler and I remember hearing it from all over and, you know, my poor wife having to hear it. Yeah. Uh, so yes, you're, you're 100% when it comes to that. So, so I just, again, as we do, and you always say, we shed you know, we scratch the surface. Yeah, we shed a little bit of light, but yeah. we're, we're not opening the blinds all the way. <laughs> and I just hope to bring some security in your decision for however you may choose to feed your children. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk a little bit as to um, uh, where, you know, at this, I feel like this one could go like all over the place. Okay. So, like, there's just so much info. Where, let's, where do you want to start? How about we do it like that? Where do you want to start with this? So one? I just wanted to kind of approach this podcast with the the differences between breastfeeding and formula feeding, um, what guidelines do say, and then mm-hmm. what is the little bit of nutrition differences between the two? Yeah, and, um, uh, perfect because there is this this one as as we said this is uh, just the the, the start. Yeah. this topic. So because I have go. many clients who breastfeed, I have many clients who formula feed, and you know they always second guess themselves, especially those who, mm-hmm. you know, formula feed, whether it's due to um, environmental issues or they're just not producing enough milk, mm-hmm. um, or for their mental health, mm-hmm. right? And they yep. say to me, "What am I doing to my child if I don't follow the guidelines?" Kind of thing, and I said. You're the mother. You're going to raise the child, you know, and the and the the parenting, co-parenting, whatever it might be. Um, that's more important for the child, especially for cognitive devel- development. Many organizations and government bodies, including World Health Organizations, do sort the World Health Organization do recommend the exclusive breastfeeding for a child for the first six months of age until at least 12 months of age, okay? So that is the general recommendation. We do have a lot of research that shows the the impact of breastfeeding, um, not only from a nutrition perspective, but also from a bonding per, uh, perspective, the physical and the emotional connection between mother and baby, um, the nutrition that is received through breast milk, and as well as uh, lower rates of sudden infant death syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is all re- this is all stuff that has been shown through research. Yes, this um, is not this is not just stuff that's thrown out there. This no, is all research. No, and based. I'm just here to inform you yep. as to why. Yep. Um, protection against common infections and what's very important is that there may re- there may be a reduced risk of certain allergic diseases um, because you're helping to expose the child through the mom's milk to certain allergen, like high allergen foods, um, as well as lower risk of asthma, obesity, and type 2 diabetes. 
Um, and, and that comes from a mother's breast milk having, okay, I'm going to use some big words here, but just bear with me because this is as layman's terms as I can get, but it, mother's breast milk contains different bioactive compa- compounds that help to support a baby's gastrointestinal or their intestinal functioning, their immune function, and even brain development. So these are, these are antibodies. These are different bioactive compounds that can't quite be duplicated mm-hmm. in a formula fed. So this is the, the biggest, I guess you can say, difference between the two. Okay. All right. So, well, that's pretty. That's some big words there, but that's definitely putting <laughs> it out there as to the big difference. Right, and that's because infant formula, which again, there is a time and place. I've had many clients, and I'll give a couple examples. I had one client a number of years ago, uh, probably about five, six years ago now, who said to me, "I understand that you know my milk production might be lower in the beginning, and that I need to stay indoors." Um, to help get my my child to to latch on and all this other stuff, um, but for me personally, I also need to be able to to go out for some fresh air mm-hmm. because it can be very tedious on a mother in the beginning stages to work with their child to you know get the latching or get enough milk production coming through, and some parents and some mothers need that that mental health. Um, that they need to be a better mom. And so I said, I said to this person, if you will be a better mom formula feeding, you know, she, her big concern was the cognitive development. And I said, you and your, your husband, uh, will help raise and educate your child the way that you want to, to support that. Um, and, and, you know, that was that situation. I had another situation with a mom who was just very adamant on breastfeeding, but her, her child was actually losing weight. Really? And and so she was advised to supplement it with the breast milk because the breast milk just wasn't enough at that time. And, you know, I phrased it in a way saying, do you take vitamins? Do you take supplements? And she kind of just looked at me like, where are you going with this? Yeah. I said, well, do you take supplements? Do you take vitamins? She's like, yeah, I take A, B, like iron, omega-3 and call it B12, right? Yeah. I said, okay, well, your child just needs a little bit of supplementation right now. So until they kind of get on that better way, and, and it was a way for her to understand the, the different frame of, of why a formula was needed. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, why why would they have invented formulas if, if everyone could, could yeah, breastfeed? Of course. Right? There's, you there's need all that. those different factors. Exactly. Um, so there's all these different, and then, but again, the mother will often come to me saying, "Oh, I've heard this, and I don't want this to happen to my child." But let's look at let's look at what formula is. Okay, so it is commercially made, obviously. Yes, of course, you can buy it in bulk at uh, you know the big box stores. <laughs> yes, and it attempts as best as possible to mimic a mother's breast milk. So it's either cow um, or soy based um, uh, as a derivative. Um, and then what they've done is, or or sometimes a specialized formula, um, and what they've done is they've added certain nutrients that they know to be available in mother's breast milk that aren't there as well. Now, just a side note: what I didn't what I didn't mention is, if you are breastfeeding your child, you do need to give your child a vitamin D drop because that is not necessarily in a mother's breast milk, whereas most formulas have it included. Okay. Um, 
And and you have to understand that these are babies we're dealing with. So your food and drug regulations and administration is going to be very strict at not only how the formula is produced and commercially made, but how it's processed and also making sure that those nutrients are in there. Okay. Um, so it's one of the tightest regulated yes, <laughs> food sources. Yeah, you, well, yeah, you would you would definitely hope so. Yes. Um, so again, there are different there are different types the 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 cow based, the soy milk, or the specialized formulary. Um, I had a eight month old client a couple of years ago who um, had severe allergies to uh, cow's milk and soy. Oh wow! Um, so we had to go a completely different route, and thank God for formula because mom wasn't producing breast milk so and we needed to get that nutrition in there fortunately the child was eating some foods at that time too um but it's just you know at the end of the day you have to yes you have to weigh the pros and cons um we do have more research about uh, you know fetal development and and the importance of of the breast milk and so many different factors including cost effectiveness i was just going to say the cost <laughs> is the best part if you can save a little bit but you right? also have to do what's best for you and babies so exactly. uh, going back to what you so, mentioned so yeah so you just have to kind of look at it that way um and again know that uh, formula formula is as close to human uh, female breast milk as as the nutrition can can come to uh, one of the the biggest changes i guess or things to highlight is um the protein type so protein type in in human breast milk there's two types of proteins casein and whey um in a in a simplistic form casein is what kind of forms the curdles mm-hmm. or and whey is more liquid and a whey is easier to digest Okay, so we know that formulas have um, a little bit more casein in them. So sometimes formula-fed kids have some digestive issues, but it might be because the protein ratio is a little bit different. So it's not to say, you know, I can't use this one. It might be a different formula that you need to go through. Mm -hmm. And I I often find that parents who do formula feed um, their children – will have to trial and error a couple of different ones. So again, find that perfect one. Yep. Sit down and talk to someone because there are people out there to help you and support you. And you know, we didn't even talk about what if mom's got to go back to work. Yep, there's so you know this is this is uh, this, just, yeah, this is a this is one I just uh, you kind of sat and listened because you know I'm gonna let a a new mom and <laughs> an expert in the field uh, talk about it, but I, I did go through some of this stuff with my wife, and there's yeah. just there there is so much there, and uh, another good thing is there's there's just so much support out there as well yes. that people don't even oh realize. There is a lot of support out there from experts like yourself and uh, clinics that specialize in, in helping people feed and all that kind of stuff. There's yeah. just a so lot bef- of info. Out so there. before you go reading the digest daily between mums, you know, bashing each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, please seek out <laughs> professional yeah, if, help. If you're looking for feeding tips on uh, or how to feed your child, probably not the magazine at the cash uh, no. at the supermarket. No. Please no. reach out to someone who's going to have your best interest in yes, mind. Slightly better sources out there. <laughs> have, like this podcast and where people can hit you up online anytime. AndreaFalcone.ca. Uh, everything's there. And yeah, get ready for a lot of new mama stuff. Yes, a whole bunch of it. <laughs> and we're going to be back with 31 uh, before you know it. So stay tuned. And I think uh, maybe the next one will continue this uh, baby theme. Why not? Why it's not? It's fun. Yes, I like it. Babies are cute. We'll be back soon.